When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey guys, in today's video, we're going to be talking about Hayden Christensen on his role, or rather his scene, where Anakin slaughters the Tuscans. This provides a lot more depth into that scene in general and what exactly happened in the words of Hayden himself. And I really like this because it creates a different level of understanding, not just for us to analyze Anakin, but also what was going through Hayden's mind as he was performing the scene and whatever sort of tips that he got from George Lucas. Our information today comes from the Star Wars Archives by Paul Duncan, Episodes 1 to 3. Hayden Christensen says, Anakin has grown up with no parental influences for the past 10 years of his life. So Obi-Wan has become a father figure for him. He loves him, but at the same time there is still that resistance because Anakin wants to break free of what he's doing right now. Which, I guess, is a theme of all the Star Wars movies. So there is that conflict and animosity between the characters when Obi-Wan won't let him make his own choices. Obi-Wan is the master and I am the Padawan learner. So there are certain things that I can pick up from Ewan because he's already been in my shoes, so to speak. I look at the way he carries himself on set and the way he relates to his surroundings. There are certain mannerisms the Jedi have because they are confident. They also stand on guard and there is a physicality to them since they are protectors. This film is mostly a love story, says Hayden particularly for my character. When Anakin is introduced in the film, he sees Padme for the first time in 10 years, and what was a very childlike desire and attraction and affection turns into a much more passionate love. Maybe that frightens Padme a little bit. Yoda predicted that Anakin should not be trained because he has such a strong connection to his mother and would miss his mom. So there's a fear of and longing for love, knowing that it's not going to be there. What's Yoda's line? Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. The crucial turning point to the dark side is when his mother dies. In this scene in the garage, I've just gotten back from the Tuscan Raider camp. And that's my big breakdown, where I confess to all the men, women, and children that I've just slaughtered in my supreme anger. Anakin has that feeling of failure. His most prominent goal in life was to free his mom, and he failed. So even though he's destined to be the most powerful Jedi, there's that longing for a greater power, which the dark side possesses. That's seductive. He wants to be able to stop people from dying, so he'll stop at nothing to be as aggressive as he needs to achieve that. There's another line after this in response from George Lucas. However, I want to add my thoughts right here and say that Anakin's feeling of failure is just one of the things that really led him to further pursue the darkness. 
Sure, a lot of people talk about how he had an ego and he wanted to be known as the best or he wanted to be the best, but at the end of the day, one of the things that really affected him, which I just learned now from this excerpt from Hayden, is that while they were all saying he was destined to be the most powerful Jedi, and even he knew that with the midichlorian count and so much more, he wasn't able to save his mother. So even being the maximum that he could be, let's say, he thought. Everyone said that he's the chosen one. He was more powerful than his teachers and trainers at the Jedi Temple, as well as his students. With all of that bravado and talent that he was supposedly given by the Force, none of it was good enough to save his mom. And so this is one of the reasons where Anakin started to turn to other possibilities of other ways where he could achieve power. Thinking, well, if I'm the chosen one and I'm supposed to have all of this power more than Master Yoda and anyone else at the temple as a Jedi, to be the greatest Jedi ever, as Hayden says, and I still wasn't able to achieve this to save my mom, then maybe the dark side can grant me this power. And so now we can understand a little bit of a different side of things that it's not so black and white. It's not like Anakin was just power hungry and wanting to have more abilities, but rather the fact that he knew that he was the best already at the temple, or at least was going to achieve the maximum amount of potential of any of the Jedi, and still he wasn't good enough to save his mom. George Lucas says, Anakin's flaws, like all classic mythological heroes, are the flaws that everybody carries with them. He's struggling with the same issues that everybody struggles with, and that allows him to be human. A good Jedi overcomes those flaws. And so George coming in and talking about how, yeah, you know what, Anakin had a flaw just like everyone else, where he's struggling with many of the same issues a lot of other Jedi have, like being able to save people or being able to heal, or perhaps being able to do things that they don't have the answers to, or essentially, in other words, the inability to achieve something that they wish to achieve. And so instead of changing your ways and going to the dark side to find a different path or an easier path or quicker path, George says that a good Jedi will overcome these flaws and obstacles. So Anakin, whereas he's saying, well, you know what, I'm the best anyway, so the Jedi can't give me what I want, they can't help me save my mother, so I will have to go elsewhere, I'll have to go to the dark side, is really quite flawed, and that shows how human he is, whereas a good Jedi like Obi-Wan, for example, would say, well, I'm a Jedi, and there's a way that I can achieve this. I just haven't figured it out yet, which means I need to keep researching and keep trying. And that's really kind of the difference between Anakin and some of the other Jedi, is that he was just very impatient, and he wanted what he wanted right then and there, and if the Jedi weren't going to give it to him, he'd go to the next highest bidder, which of course was the dark side, and that was the deal that Palpatine offered him the deal of the devil. I also find it pretty cool how in the beginning Hayden talks about this film being mostly a love story, particularly for my character, for Anakin, mentioning how when Anakin is introduced in the film, he sees Padme for the first time in 10 years, and what was a very childlike desire and attraction and affection turns into a much more passionate love. Maybe that frightens Padme a little bit. A lot of people give episode two a lot of flack, and for me, it's one of my favorite ones, simply because it does go so into depth and so into detail with Anakin's character that a lot of people kind of miss that, I feel like. They say, oh, it's just a boring love story. Yeah, sure, there are some sappy moments in there, but I think it paints a pretty good picture of Anakin, and outside of the maybe, you know, 15 minutes of love stuff, at the most, 
There's so many moments where Anakin is going through these tumultuous emotions that really help us kind of understand his transition into Darth Vader by the time of the third movie. Another thing I want to mention is a lot of Star Wars fans are always saying how Anakin's turn in Episode 3 was so instant and how there was no build-up to it. If you watch Episode 2 really carefully, you'll be able to actually see all of the moments that kind of lead up to Anakin becoming interested in the dark side and becoming Vader. And I feel like this excerpt from Anakin, or rather Hayden, and George really drives that home. Let me know what you guys think. As always, I love hearing from you in the comments, and I'll see you guys in the next video. And of course, in the next episode on Star Wars Theory Podcast. Until then, remember the Force will be with you always.